Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle The Truth. Today's episode we're going to be talking about Scream. Not the new one because the new one is just about to come out in cinemas. But I thought, you know, I'm going to rewatch the older ones. Actually, rewatch the first one. I don't know. I don't remember at least watching two and three. And I've definitely seen four. I don't know why, I, I feel like I must have seen Scream 2 and 3 at some point in my life, but I cannot remember them at all, but I have definitely seen the first one, so I've just finished rewatching it and I thought, you know what, why not review it quickly? This won't be long, I promise it's not going to be a long one, but I really like this movie. Now, even though I think the twist is not that big, because it's obvious, like to me, even though I do know the twist before it gets to it, I just feel like I knew what was coming. Now, I have seen it a couple of times, but it's been like two years since I've last seen this film. But I could still remember the twist in my head. Like, it's one of those iconic twists. It's a good twist. Here's the thing. It's well executed in the film. I just think it's so obvious. It's really clear as day who the killer is actually going to turn out to be. Now, I don't know if everybody feels this way when they're watching it and whether it's kind of so ironic of who it's going to be, but then you start to doubt yourself, is it actually going to be the person that's most obvious? And then the film starts to try and trick you and play with that fact, but at the same time, it's still very obvious, and the person that is the killer, it shouldn't really come as much of a surprise. But that being said, I think the way it's executed in the film is great. I think the big reveal is pretty solid, and I like that whole scene with what happens. I won't say too much, because if you haven't seen Scream, I would recommend it. I would definitely recommend watching the first one at least. I don't know if I'm going to review the next three before the new one, but I'll see how they actually go when I'm watching them, because the first one, you know, whatever franchise it is, the first one is always the best, usually, and I think for Scream especially, that may be the case. I can't remember them at all, but yeah, the first one, it's so iconic, and what I love about it is how it's very much a film fan's horror film, so it's very meta. You know, this was back in 1996, but it was extremely meta, one of the first of its kind, to be so self-referential and come up with the whole rules of the horror movie. So, yeah, we've seen them time and time again in horror films before this, but what they do in Scream is they play with that fact, and they kind of do, like, a universal monologue of horror films within this horror film. So, it's meta. I love meta. You know, if you listen to my Matrix review, yeah, sure, that's ten times more meta than this, but I'm fascinated with the idea of being so self-referential and being aware of what you're in. So yeah, at times it feels like they do know that they're in a movie and they keep referencing that. They keep saying, if this was a movie, what would happen? Blah, blah, blah. And yet it, it kind of goes down the same tropes that it's referring to, but it also twists them up nicely. But at the end of the day, it is doing exactly what it says it's trying to do, but somehow it works. So any other film could try this. They could say, here are the tropes of this typical genre, and then just do it anyway. But then you're thinking, why do that? Because you're telling us what we've seen before, but then you're showing us what we've seen before as well. But with Scream, they tell us what we know, and they show us kind of like a heightened reality of what we know. But it also has just the right amount of spice to liven things up a little bit. And I really enjoy it. You know, I think it's a very fun horror film. The script is pretty good. The characters, you don't like half the characters, but they are entertaining to watch. And it's like typical high school students or college students, whatever they're supposed to be. I'm pretty sure they're supposed to be the younger, but they don't look it. But you've got these typical high school students. Yeah, I hate a lot of them, but seeing it play out and knowing that they're obviously there just to be a trope. They're obviously there probably just to get killed. So, yeah, it's very clever. It's a very clever horror film. And Wes Craven directs it, fantastic horror director. And in this, his films are even referenced. So 
the amount of references, I mean, too many to even mention, but you've got the likes of Halloween, they literally watch Halloween, and then as things happen in Halloween, the same thing happens in Scream. It's so clever. It's simultaneously building its own legacy, whilst also paying homage, probably a little bit too much, to other films such as Halloween, such as Psycho, Silence of the Lambs, you name it, because they reference all these films, Nightmare on Elm Street as well. There's a great moment, I can say this because it's not a spoiler, but when Henry Winkler, who is playing the principal of the high school, he steps out into the hallway and there's a janitor there cleaning the floors and he's wearing the same jumper and he's got a hat on just like Freddy Krueger and it looks great and I've forgotten that reference was in there because I definitely remember them referencing Nightmare on Elm Street right in the very opening of the film with Drew Barrymore but I didn't realise, well I forgot, completely forgot they had that reference later on so that was great, I enjoyed seeing that. And yeah, there's a lot of horror nods to Die Hard fans out there. There's a lot of horror nods to people that have just seen a couple of the movies. They'll know the tropes. They'll know the typical conventions. They'll know what to look out for. And they will definitely know all the rules of the horror films that you've got to follow in order to survive. So it is enjoyably meta. And the kills are great. The score is pretty good. I like how it pays homage to other scores such as Halloween as well. A huge influence Halloween has had on this film. But it's great. Even down to the villain himself. He's just a guy in a white mask. Michael Myers, Ghostface, is the same thing, but the masks are just different this time, so Ghostface himself is a great character. Here's the thing, he's f***ing stupid, I will tell you that. He's a really stupid villain, but it kind of pays very well with who it actually is, and, you know, it is just... Well, I can't say that. I almost gave spoilers there, but I'm not gonna. I'm gonna keep this light, but... Yeah, Ghostface is stupid. He's a silly villain. He looks funny. He is funny. He gets knocked over a lot of times. He gets his head smacked with a fridge. He gets beer bottles thrown at him. He gets chucked down some stairs. He's stupid, but he's iconic. You know, everybody knows Ghostface. I'm pretty sure... I had a ghost face mask when I was growing up, when we went around trick-or-treating when I was younger. I'm pretty sure I had that. So, yeah, everybody knows the mask. Everybody knows Ghostface. The voice is so iconic. What he says is so iconic. Do you like scary movies? You know, it's so good. So good. I really like Scream. It holds up. It does hold up very well. You know, for a 26-year-old horror film, it stands up pretty damn well. And I am excited for the new one. You know, after watching this... And hearing some pretty good reviews about the new one. I'm actually very excited. <laughs> I didn't think I would be. But yeah, bring it on. Bring on Scream. Because they're just going back to its roots. They're calling it Scream. I don't know why they haven't just called it Scream 5. I don't know if it's going to be disregarding all of the Scream films. Except for the first one. I'll be interested to see. Because yeah, the first one is iconic. I cannot remember the second and third. I remember the fourth. The fourth is pretty good actually. But is the new one going to just go straight back to the first one? Or is it going to incorporate a little bit of everything? think from all the other ones so I'm going to rewatch them or I'm going to try and rewatch as many as I can before the new one comes out and yeah I would just strongly recommend watching Scream you know it's a good time it's a very good time I was very rarely bored there's a couple of slow moments but to be fair kind of flew by it's just under two hours but it's a very well paced film it's definitely up there as one of the best slashes well one of the best that I've seen anyway and I'm a huge horror fan so yeah high praise for this film I do actually enjoy it and I didn't think I would as much. Like, in hindsight, I was thinking, is it really that good? And yes, it's obvious who the killer is going to be, but that kind of played into my enjoyment because I was thinking, has it always been this obvious? <laughs> or is it just because I've seen it a couple of times? I know. But yeah, it's it's a good film. It's a very good film. So this has been Scream, the first one, because I'm going to have to put in brackets 1996 because of the new one. So thanks a lot, Scream 2022. I almost said 2021 there, but <laughs> it's 2022. That comes out at the end of the week, and uh, so with that... I've been Kieran. What's your favourite scary movie? And I shall speak to you in the next episode of You Can't Handle the Truth.